genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello there. Hope everyone is doing well. And you screwed it up. <laughs> Try number two. It's all good. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello there. How's it going? This is episode 43 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Sometimes it could be 20 or 25 minutes. I think um, this is a good episode with these guests, with these guys, where we can go overtime above 15 minutes. And I'm fine with that. So uh, these guys are awesome. But before introducing them, I want to give a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark Annam, and Studios.net uh, for all your editing desires. Thumbs up all the time here at the studio. He is near James Cameron. I mean, uh, that's pretty amazing. He works right across the lot on Avatar and other amazing movies. So, and Terminator, one of my personal favorites. So, all right. So uh, let's roll right into our guests. We have Joe Bazzello. I call him Joe B back in the Aflac days when we used to work together. And Tom Healy. A little bit about their company, Growth 10. Growth 10 Tribes are teams of 10 driven entrepreneurs who are committed to each other's growth, well-being, and success. Growth 10 Tribes are made up of carefully vetted founders who meet virtually for a few hours each month to address and resolve each other's critical issues, challenges, and opportunities. First partner, Joe Bazell, is a four-time published best-selling author. I've read his books. A national recognized Hall of Fame entrepreneurial leadership expert, small business sales and marketing process guru, keynote speaker, and an angel investor. Tom... He's a speaker and trainer. He's delivered over a thousand keynote. These guys know how to talk and listen, which is important. A thousand keynote talks, worships, workshops, and strategy sessions with a focus of turning complex issue, is, issues into simple, actionable plans. Through his consulting work, Thomas helped a wide range of organizations, including national nonprofits, the U.S. Navy, the Harvard Medical School, and Fortune 500 companies. All right. So, guys, how you doing? Joe and Tom, welcome. <laughs> we are happy to be here alex how you doing buddy doing very good very good awesome to have you guys on uh there is a lot to unpack here a lot of, we, we haven't really connected in a long time and uh so this is really cool to have both you guys on so i just want to start I, I really have no script here i didn't write any questions down i don't even know what the hell i'm going to talk about but let's just roll right into it i want to ask a question you guys are working with entrepreneurs right what drove you to do that, right? What drove you to work with entrepreneurs? Why are you doing it? What kind of entrepreneurs? What industries? Tell us more about Growth 10 and maybe how some entrepreneurs watching may get some value out of that. Hey, Joe, Tom before first, you answer, remember it's, a, remember it's yeah. a 15-minute show, just okay. Oh, no, I, I mean. That's why I want you to go first. I'll, I'll use the, right. the spare time. This is going to be 50, no, we, 50 minutes of genius, 5 So go ahead. You might, you might get Joe's first answer in 50 minutes. No, here's the deal. We, we, we love this stuff. We love working with entrepreneurs. And, and our entire business and, and how Joe and I met is we started putting really smart, talented, high-integrity, driven, uh, no ego, nice people that run businesses in a room and said, look, you all got issues, you all got problems, you all got challenges, you all got opportunities. Bring them to each there, 
and we're going to solve them together. And we've been doing that work for a few years now, and uh, it's all virtual now, and we're expanding nationally with other talented practice leaders. But at the heart and soul of what we do, it's just putting really good people that happen to be entrepreneurs in a virtual room together for a couple hours a month. And it's amazing what happens when you do that. Love it. Love it. So you guys are doing this. You're working on this. What? How did you two meet? Tell us more about your story. <clears throat> we met actually on a golf course at a club. Uh, we both <laughs> of course. To, uh, yeah. Ranch. <laughs> Where Country else, club. right? Yeah, of course. I live in Scottsdale. So I'm in a, I sign up for a tournament one day, middle of the week. And the only bums that are able to play golf in the middle of the week, you've got to be either semi-retired or uh, an entrepreneur controlling your own time. So I get paired in a blind draw with Tom Healy, this young man, mid-30s, great guy, funny guy. We tee off, we get to the second hole, and as you do on the golf course, you start to ask people, so what do you do for a living? And Tom said, well, it's, I kind of have a unique business. I'm a author, I've written a couple books, I'm a speaker, I'm a trainer, I do some leadership stuff, I do stuff on college campuses with emerging leaders, and what do you do? And I said, well, I'm, I'm kind of a weirdo. I, I've written some books, I do some speaking and training, some sales and leadership stuff. And he said, that's absolutely hysterical. I remember the other, I don't actually remember who was in the foursome with us that day, but they were both looking at us like we were uh, Martians. So we met well, on a golf matter, course, developed Joe, a nice friendship. Of them could get a word in. That, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Not to actually, they got a word in after the round when I was eating a sandwich <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the grill room. Yeah, that's the only time that anyone else can speak is if someone's eating, if you guys are eating. So um, that's good. <laughs> so you guys hit it off. You started talking. You never met each other before. And how long did it take for you guys to go from just friends to actually starting a business together? Like, what gave you that idea to say, hey, you know what? We should start a business together. Let's do Growth 10. Like, tell us about that evolution. You know, Joe was actually doing some work uh, around this half-day meetings with entrepreneurs, and I said, you know, I want to do that work too. Now, what happened was I, I went to one of his meetings, I checked it out, I said, I love it, I love the model, I love what you're doing, I'm going to do this as well. Now, what's so cool about the story is Joe, for no reason other than he just liked me and he's that type of person. He said, whatever I can do to help you out, you know, if you want to use the room that I have reserved, if you want me to come and co-facilitate with you, whatever you need. So I quickly built a group and him and I just hit it off and said, let's form a business together. So it all happened. I mean, certainly within months, but actually probably within weeks that we went from not really knowing each other to forming a partnership with a handshake agreement and seeing what would be possible. And we gelled, you know, and, and one of the important things of our business partnership is we have different strengths. We look at things differently. We complement each other well. So it just worked well from the start and we've had a blast with it. We have a very similar vision of where we want to go. And uh, every day is fun. You know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We have a lot of laughs. <laughs> And uh, I think we both are trying to do something pretty special and, and doing it for the right reasons. That's great. That's great. Let's let's talk about how you are helping. Like, I want to really want to dig into that on how you are specifically helping entrepreneurs. Like I myself, you know, was a was a former Aflacker with with Joe B. Um, Joe B. was the 
our sovereign king of the LA region of Aflac and still probably getting uh, residuals uh, right now at this moment. And, uh, but after that, I dove into entrepreneurialism, right? Starting Genius Juice. A lot of challenges in starting, you know, you move, I think we mentioned that challenges, opportunities, you know, in the intro. Challenges with raising money, challenges with, you know, selling your product, distribution, if it's technology based, you know, getting it adopted by a platform, getting it adopted by, by consumers, the end consumer. Tell us more about how you work through that with an entrepreneur and how early do you start with them? Is it at ideation? Is it at all different stages, whether they're, you know, young, early stage, middle? Tell us more about the pedigree of entrepreneur you're working with and specifically what you are helping them with. Well, you know, the, the truth is, is that no matter what stage you're at, there are significant challenges and issues. So, you know, you mentioned ideation, right? The creation of a business and, and getting a vision and figure out a plan and how are you going to borrow money and are you going to bootstrap it or are you going to get investors? Are you going to quit the day job and do it uh, full time or are you going to do it nights and weekends? Okay, so that's a challenge. You know, but people think that as you grow, oh, we did over a million of revenue. Oh, we have 10 million of revenue that like your issues and challenges uh, go away. They don't, they just change. And so then it becomes, how do I hire my first employee? How do I build a leadership team? How do I form a board of advisors? How do we get on the radar of private equity, right? It just, as your business grows, these things just continue to change. So our goal is to find people that are dealing with similar challenges and put them together. So we have groups of, of business owners that are really just getting started, solopreneurs, maybe a few key people, that's it. And then we have folks that you know have over $10 million of revenue, but they still have challenges and they still need the group's input. But the, the, the key is putting people in a room that are dealing with similar challenges because the challenges don't matter of what industry, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're exactly. in. it's really can be a, exactly. So we really try to find those businesses. They're dealing with, uh, some of the same challenges and, uh, are at the same size. And that's where a lot of the, the great conversation comes from Joe. The only thing I want to add to that, and, and it's really critical that, um, we do put people in groups that have, uh, similar challenges. So an early stage entrepreneur isn't necessarily going to be, placed in a group with uh, a more mature business, but we could take those those groups, put them together in one room, and probably guess that all of them are lonely. There's a few trend lines here that uh, are it's lonely very at the top. It's yeah, it's lonely at the top when you're an entrepreneur. You, you and you you may be lucky enough to have a partner like I have, where I could share something personal with him, and and there's a sensitivity and an empathy. But typically, if you don't have a partner that you're very, uh, you, you feel that closest to, you're probably not sharing a lot. You probably don't want to dump it on your spouse or significant other. You can't really go to your employees. So uh, entrepreneurs exist on a lonely island, and they have some very, very common fears that once you start chatting with them and they feel comfortable with you, comfortable with you and the trust level comes up, they'll tell you, you know, I just, I'm scared to death of making some crappy decisions. And I don't know when this season in my business is going to turn. I don't know when the results will happen at a higher level. There's all those things that all those fears that they're able to bring to a group. So when a group comes together, when we carefully form a group, whether it's us or one of our practice leaders across the country, about the second or third meeting, this incredible trust starts to gel in the group. And there are so many personal issues that and business issues all have personal undertones, as you know, but so many personal issues 
are dealt with that they can't go anywhere else with. So it becomes an incredible, incredible forum for them to get really, really caring and unfiltered feedback. It's, re it's really amazing because like I've been in different mastermind groups. You know, I was in the SBC, the South, South Bay Entrepreneurial Club. I think this was their center. And uh, the SBDC, South, uh, South Bay Development Center, and all these different small local organizations. And you're definitely right. Like, you know, being in a, in a room with other entrepreneurs, you discover that I'm not the only one that has these issues or challenges or worries, even especially on a personal level, right? Like the stress, the anxiety, um, you know, these personal challenges, uh, the mental challenges of dealing with the magnitude of running, you know, your own business and being responsible for employees and raising money. And I mean, I could, this a whole separate podcast, but you know, when I started, <laughs> when I started Genius Juice, um, I had a co-founder, awesome guy, still friends to this day with him and uh, Keith, you know, and then he departed in 2016. There were some differences. I couldn't pay him enough because we didn't have enough money in the bank account. Barely, to, I couldn't pay myself let alone pay, barely pay him. So he went to work for someone else, right? And I was handling everything. And I remember he's like, he told me like, I hope you can run this because now it's your show. You know, that's what he said right before he departed. I was going to the warehouse. Yeah. I was going to the production facility. I was staying overnight at the co-packer, sleeping, you know, there for seven, eight hours in a conference room, waiting for them to finish our product, you know, filling the bottles. I had to go raise money. There's all these moving pieces. And one thing I discovered is the power of delegation. But to get delegation, you got to actually have money to be able to hire people. So it's kind of a chicken or egg thing. You have to grow your company by having people, but to grow your company, you need money. So, so what, you know, well, I'm sure you've heard Alex, this story before. Thing, yeah. I was going to say, Alex, I'll say one thing about money because I think it's important for any entrepreneur that's listening. There are a lot of different types of money. You know, your your money and your family's money is different than an investor's money who's going to dictate certain things. It's different than venture capital money. It's different than private equity money. I mean, so yep. all money is different and the terms are different. The, um, you know, strings that are attached to it are different. The interest levels are different. And we just see, we see entrepreneurs that bootstrap. We see entrepreneurs that borrow. And, you know, there is no perfect solution for everyone. I would just caution people that, be very, very selective who you take money from, how much and on what terms, because it'll crush you before you ever even get out of the gate. And it may take you years to recoup that that mistake. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, let, let's just put it this way. Like we have been, again, this is more of, I feel like we're almost in our first meeting of me, my, me joining Growth 10 and talking about some of my issues and challenges. <laughs> You'd be an awesome member for any group. Yeah, totally, totally. I think we got to talk but after this. But you know this. the the, yeah. the word when when Tom was going down that road, the word I thought about is alignment. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be aligned with a partner. Tom and I are aligned on, and we have different opinions, and we have different styles, we have different strengths, but on the values and philosophies that are overriding, that really uh, guide, and you know our north star philosophies, we're very much in alignment, the way we treat people, the way we want to be treated, um, the reason we're doing this, the why, the vision, the mission, we're very much in alignment. And sometimes we, you know, we raise money and we don't ask those same questions. So alignment is a key word for anyone listening, in my opinion. Totally, totally. And one note also on the money side is like, 
one thing too, it, it's a, it's an awesome, when I say awesome, like a big responsibility and taking on money from the outside, right? And I'm, I'm not talking about, doesn't have to be VC or private equity money, but someone's money that is not your own is someone else's, whether it's a friend or family or um, a, an angel investor or a seed capital growth fund that's putting money. And you know, Genius has raised well over, you know, a few million dollars in the last six or seven years. And it's super important, like for budgeting, putting the money in the right place. And my philosophy in running Genius Juice is treating that money like it's my own. Like I'm only going to spend that money if I absolutely have to on something that's going to bring value back for the company. I've seen too many stories in this business and CPG where they get a huge check from a VC for six, seven million. They blow through it. Nothing's left. And then they have to do a fire sale just to get, you know, get the company yep. bought. And they actually, all the investors lose, the founder loses, and they have to move on to another opportunity when it could have been something so much greater if they made the right decisions along the way. So it's all about strategy. I wanted to go in to the history of some of the books you've written, Joe. And Tom, I don't know if you're an author, but I'll ask you just in a second here. But Joe, uh, I just want you to do a how do I put this lightly? I can't. A shameless plug on your books, okay? Because I've read A Life in Sales, the the cover where you're a kid in like a suit in front of a car. Yeah, you're going to get that. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You know, always, I, always have it handy. Always. Yeah, shameless. So uh, do you want me to go through them very quickly? Very quickly. Let's do a, uh, let's okay. do a one-minute thing. Shameless plug, cap equation, a foolproof formula for unlimited success in sales, underground cult classic. Uh, really, I'm very proud of this book. Uh, you could you could hand this to any newer salesperson uh, and it will set them on a course of success. Uh, my second book was actually a novel. People told me I couldn't write a novel. If, if you write fiction, you write fiction. If you write nonfiction, you stay there. But Drawing Circles is a novel based on a true story, the largest real estate investment mm -hmm. Ponzi scheme ever perpetrated in L.A. So... I changed the name of all the characters. My third book is A Life in Sales. That's me, my first day in sales in <laughs> the car, summer car dealership, right? Car dealership. All right, yeah, going to the car dealership. My mom was uh, kind enough to take that picture. Mentors, saints, and sinners: wisdom, truth, and lies, and incredible lessons learned. So a lot of really great uh, stories. And my last yeah. book was a collaboration. I invited some partners in, mm -hmm. and we wrote uh, Winning Sales Attitudes. Uh, the key mindsets all great salespeople adopt and practice. So very proud of these books. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I got to say, like, it, it, the book says what, what and who you are, you know, um, is on the professional level, right? It's a life in sales in all different areas, managing thousands of people, working with thousands of people. A Life in Sales, to me, was such a great book. I actually read it in two sittings, believe it or not. And... Wow. I love the story about, you know, your boss at the car dealership that was like, uh, I think you were, you were describing like there was a sales meeting and, you, and, the, and everyone was not hitting their numbers at this dealership, right? They weren't hitting quota. And the guy, the owner came in, he looked like someone from the mafia, you know, he had a cigar <laughs> or a cigarette in his mouth. And, the, you know, one of these kind of like back alley, like car dealerships where, you know, you got to start somewhere. And he's like, sell some cars, you know, I forget what he said, but, <laughs> but really entertaining stuff. So, Tom, uh, before we uh, conclude this awesome episode, anything you'd like to say about what you've done, uh, different projects, anything you'd like to promote on this uh, on this podcast? 
No, I just appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Uh, you know, really fantastic concept. And uh, if you're an entrepreneur that's listening and you don't want to be on that lonely island by yourself trying to figure out all this BS on your own, go to growth10.com, check out what we're doing. We'll put you in a tribe with other kick-ass entrepreneurs that are scaling their business. They're good people. They're going to help you. You're going to help them. So uh, growth10.com if you want to grow your business faster and uh, our tribes will help you do that. Love it. And if you are on an, a lonely island, just make sure to have the coconuts. So that's my advice to you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself on that one. All right, guys. I love it. So uh, thank you again. Uh, that's We have Joe Bazzello and Tom Healy. They are the co-founders of Growth 10. We're definitely going to have a conversation after about me maybe in, getting involved in this group. Seems like an awesome group of people. So thank you again, guys, on being on episode 43 of 15 Minutes of Genius. All right. Take good care. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Alex. We'll see you Thank on you. Monday. Monday. Yep. I'll be I'll be on their show. Uh, by the way, well, this is this is going to be airing after <laughs> probably the outside the tank airs. Uh, but I will say that it's probably already online. Outside the tank, new show with Joe and Tom, and I'll be on it on one of the episodes. So soon to come. All right, guys. Take good care. Have a wonderful night. Stay All safe. Right. Take care. You got to buy. All right. So that is episode 43 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Again, in the comment boxes, the comment box below, we're going to have information on how to get in touch with either Joe or Tom or about Growth 10. Have a link to all the books that, all these great books that Joe B has written on Amazon. So, uh, yeah, big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark at ManhattanBeatStudios.net for all your amazing editing desires. And one last thing, let me think, get the brain gears going. Stay genius, my friend! Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.